0: Tuesday, everyone just got done recording an awesome podcast with a really becoming a really good friend. haven't met him in person yet, but that's going to change here very soon uh, because we're heading to Nebraska and we're going to meet our good buddy Nate Dodson in person out there. But We just recorded an awesome podcast with him. How awesome you might ask? Well, it's like the first two-hour podcast that's been on this show show in quite some time. Back in the early days, we used to have two hour long shows all the time. But we haven't done one of those in a long time. But the conversation was so good with Nate that uh it's it's a long one. You're gonna enjoy it. It's coming up this coming Friday. But for now it's Tuesday. It's picking bones day and you know it's time for another hunt update. We're in the middle of the season here, but this time the hunt update ain't coming from me. It's coming from Caleb. He recorded this about a week ago uh quite a bit more water under the bridge since uh he recorded that but that's okay you'll get to hear that story soon i'm sure Uh, in a future hunt update it is a really crazy story um one that i just feel privileged to have been there to witness it and be a part of it with with caleb we'll we'll Tell the whole thing soon. But for this one, you're going to hear about what's been going on with Caleb so far this archery whitetail season here in the great whitetail state of Iowa. Um, please remember to uh, go check out Spartan Forge. They're pres- they're, they are the presenting sponsor of this podcast. So proud of that. Um, I've been sharing some of the stuff uh, from them on my story lately just so you can stay up to date. Um, uh, and see how to use some of these new features, uh, strongly, strongly recommend you uh, do the paid uh, sub, uh, subscription to Spartan Forge, uh, yearly price of $59.99 right now. And um, if you don't want to do the yearly thing, you can do uh, just the the monthly thing. So got a couple different options there, but you're definitely going to want to check out Spartan Forge, again, the presenting sponsor of the show. And then also uh the other sponsors, East West Hunts, great friend of mine, Alex Gruen, um, who's on the show all the time, has been a longtime sponsor of this podcast. If you got a hunt plan you want to see done, you know you're gonna need the right gear to get it done. All of that, you need to talk to Alex at EastWestHunts.com. Tell him this podcast sent you there and you'll save 20% off your hunt plan or your tag application fees or your, well, your fees by having him do it. I should say, sorry, we can't, you know, I don't have any partnerships with the actual state, uh, fish and game (laughs) departments to get you any discounts there. But, but, um, Alex will do your tag apps for you. Alex will, um, uh, help you with buying preference points, all that stuff. He, is the guy to talk to go to eastwesthunts.com get your free consultation so that alex can custom fit a hunt plan that meets all your needs and then finally you got taxidermy work that needs to be done the right way not just done the cheap way not just done the convenient way the right way but very very fairly priced and that is intentional from uh, sam over at old barn taxidermy you got to go there. You can send them stuff. Or if you're here in Iowa, they're over in Fort Madison. You can drive there, which I strongly recommend you do because they have an awesome showroom where you get to see all these cool bucks from all the other, uh, hunters that send them stuff. And, uh, you get, and not just that there's elk, there's muleys, there's turkeys, bears, mountain lions, all the stuff that people can hunt can be done at old barn taxidermy. And they've been doing it for a very long time, over 30 years, and uh, you definitely want to go check it out for yourself and get your work done there yourself. I'm so glad I have it's the finest quality taxidermy that I've seen. And again, it is at Old Barn Taxidermy. You can find links for Spartan Forge, East to West Hunts, and Old Barn Taxidermy in the show notes of this show. All right, without any further ado, let's get on to Caleb's hunt update. Thanks for tuning in, everyone, and. At the end of the show, just remember, Till next time, take care and take someone hunting.
1: Well, guys, this is Caleb Drake here, and uh, I'm honored to be on the Pick and Bones podcast here of First Gen Hunter, and uh, Kent has handed over the reins to me uh, for this episode um, for kind of just a little uh, chat about how my season is going to this point, and um, yeah, I just want to kind of go over a, f- a few kind of unique features that I'm I'm exploring this, this year as far as the season goes. Um, I've kind of got um, two parts to my season this year and uh, looking forward to a lot of things that way. But uh, uh, for me this year, um, kind of backing up to pre-season, I had a late start uh, last year if I'm comparing the two. I was so excited about deer season. I put up a stand, I think in like, early July and, uh, I was ready to go. I mean, I was really excited. I've obviously moved, uh, back to Iowa. Um, and so I, I sought some permission in the, in the winter time in February and March, uh, through shed hunting and, um, and was excited to get on those properties. Well, now it's year two on a lot of those. So, um, and I have some new places too, but, uh, but I was just behind. I mean, I, I didn't, um, I actually had a camera that I left out, um, until, I think the second or f- week of September. So uh, the cool thing was it held battery up until oh maybe the third week of August. So I actually got some really nice velvet pictures of some bucks. Um, and so I got to, got to see what kind of traffic was going through there throughout the whole summer, really. Um, but I really found that uh, for me that it, it hasn't mattered that much as far as my late start to hunting. I had a couple permanent stands up. Um, you know, then I had a, a about a, a full day, I was able to get out and clear out some trees and I've been doing a lot of hanging hunts this year, just kind of getting in um, one to three sticks high only on trees. Um, I'm really trying to keep that shot angle um, pretty, pretty much not parallel to the deer, but just above, you know, I, I, um, I'm I also not a big heights guy, but I found that if I can find kind of that first crotch or V in a tree that's kind of what I look for. Um, if, and it's close enough to some trees with some, um, you know, horizontal cover next to it, I, I try to get up in there. And, uh, so for me though, um, kind of looking at my season, you know, as Kent and I are going on a hunt out West in December. So obviously I'm looking forward to that. So I feel like I need to get a few things done as far as checking off some boxes, you know, notching some tags. Um, so if you, if you will, there's some pressure there, uh, a little bit, but, uh, But my my two parts to my season, um, and maybe even three, is that I have uh, hunting in Illinois. I'll be hunting out of state this year, uh, which is my home state. And so I'll be getting back there and doing some hunting. We've got some great bucks on camera over there um, throughout the summer. Um, They're still still around. They're just not consistent. And then uh, here in Iowa, um, I actually did the city hunt qualification this year. So I can hunt within the city limits. And then I can hunt and, you know, across the state or in the county. And so um, starting with, let's start with the county, I guess. We'll go big to small. So um, just to say this too, I have not been to Illinois yet. I'll probably wait um, until after uh, my day job, which is a collegiate cross-country coach, until that is done with our conference, uh, maybe even our national meet. Um, we'll try to wait till we're kind of, we're, done with the bulk of the season to head to Illinois but uh, but uh, here in Iowa in the county hunting or the statewide tag that I hold, um, man a lot of those properties that I've hunted year two um, on or I'm hunting year two on they've been pretty dry um, cameras wise uh, the one I left out all, all year I you know put new batteries in it, a new card um, kind of the stereotypical you know cameras went dry a little bit. Uh, in, in early October, um, but I think the thing for me that's been kind of fun is I have have some new properties through some different friendships through church. Um, so I've gotten new permission this year too. So I've been bouncing around to a lot of different properties this year um, and I've really been kind of just chasing the sign. And um, for instance, I the best sign I've seen has been in a property that is, it's a fairly large property. It's probably 95% of a field and it's got basically two little patches of timber in it. One of the patches of timber is just a it's just a steep washout. So they they kept the trees in there the farmers did um so that it basically wouldn't, wouldn't wash that creek out. And then the other patch of timber, it goes to um back to some cedar trees back there. And that that's kind of what caught my eye on the map. It's really close to a road. And so I was talking to my friend who's the farmer for the property and I asked him, have you guys ever hunted in there? He said, well, we do some shotgun pushing through there, but it's really hard to track the deer or figure out which way they're going to come out. So uh, we don't we don't really ever hunt it, and nobody bow hunts it. And I was like, there's a pond right next to it. There, The crop fields are right there. So, um, so just doing some map scouting, I went in there, um, and that's the only fresh scrape I found was actually in there. There's kind of a little... Um, it's it's not really a waterway. It's almost like a slough. It's like where where if something was to flood, it would back up into there. And there's some trees hanging over it. And there's a fresh scrape. Um, I hunted there once. Saw my first deer of the season in there um, last week. And then uh, from the stand, at least first deer of the season. I've seen a handful of deer otherwise. But um, but yeah, it was just a fun hunt. Got to see some deer. We put a camera over that scrape because, and we went back in there and there was fresh, you know, paw marks right in there, hoof marks that were um, pawing at the ground. And um, so, yeah, that's I'm excited to see what shows up there. So is my friend as far as um, just having a camera over that scrape, which is just fun. It's just fun to have that. So, um, so that's a development. We'll see what happens. Um, And then, uh, really, besides that, we're I'm just really trying to be patient when it comes to that hunt. You know, there's a lot of factors going on right now in the state of Iowa. If you're tracking the EHD that is happening, um, I've, I've heard from a number of people watching some videos uh, of some different people on YouTube that um, there, there's been a lot of EHD and I don't know that it's happened a lot in the County that I live in. uh, But um, I definitely have smelled at least one dead one uh, on a neighboring property and it was right on the 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 back side I was the property that I can hunt on there's a there's a dam and there's a pond on the right and on the left side or on the the west side down in the bottom that's the neighbors and there's definitely was at least one dead deer down there. I could just smell it it was it was a really bad smell, so um haven't caught up with them yet but um so that's going around uh we've got a kind of a weird crop here. We've gotten crops out really early, or I shouldn't say we the farmers have gotten crops out really early. And uh, they're still working on getting some corn out right now. But as long as that's been in, I've I've seen quite a few deer in the corn. Um, I've even did some scouting at a piece last week on uh, Friday, and there was definitely about ten rows in. I mean, there that they had that corn basically flattened down. So they've been focusing on that. I did a hunt in there, saw a little buck and a couple does, and um, and so. Um there's just kind of some weird things with 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 between e h d the corn and then the thirdly the acorn crop. I know it's been a good year for acorns. so I feel like the deer are pretty scattered right now that's been kind of my take on um patterning deer has been ridiculously difficult, and a lot of the places that I'm hunting they're small I'd almost call them like micro properties i mean we're talking ten acres or less of timber on most of the properties that I'm hunting and so um, trying to find, you know, a feed tree of acorns um, that deer are going to travel to. Typically where I'm hunting, they're going to have to travel like all the way across a cornfield. Um, so for me, um, when I'm thinking about the county hunting right now, I'm really just trying to be patient and, and really trying to just really enjoy that, uh, getting out there, figuring out some things with deer, I'm enjoying just being with a couple friends, you know, checking cameras, learning properties, those sorts of things. So that's been, it's really fun. I'm trying to be positive, right. And, and stay in that mindset. You see these guys just shooting, you know, giant bucks on, on Instagram or maybe on YouTube. Um, but just remembering, you know, that's not really the purpose of, of why I hunt. Um, it's, it's fun to watch those things for certain and dream a little bit about what's to come. But for me, I've been really trying to be patient, um, in the County hunting, but in the city hunting, that's really where my primary focus has been. So, Um, I qualified for the city hunt actually about two weeks late. So you can start city hunting in Iowa, at least in the town that we're in, uh, two weeks before the opener of, of our regular archery season. So, um, I got a late start and with that late start for the qualification, I got a late start to knocking on doors for permission. So, um, I got to do some of that. I even, I even knocked on a door today. Um, it went, went to a, um, it's not it's not a, a residency, but I went to somewhere in town and asked. Like, I got a no. Um, I've gotten two yeses, and I've got a couple still hanging in the in the balance right now, waiting to hear back from some people. Um, but the city hunting's been kind of fun. It's a whole new thing for me. It's a whole new take on deer hunting. I'm um, getting to go out and and uh, scout these properties, kind of similar in size, honestly, to what I've been hunting in the county, but just right here within within a mile of my house. And so, um, that's been really fun. And, uh, it's actually where I've had f- and found success this year. Um, I've, I have a goal. I have to shoot three does within the city hunt to get a buck tag for next season. So I've been kind of nervous. I got new permission actually at a spot last Saturday. It's a really nice looking piece. I actually went in there first time I went in there, had a nice strong headwind. I bumped a nice eight point buck which again, can't hunt him this year. So just fun, kind of fun to see. Um, but on that hunt, actually, I I, I took a doe and uh, was just really fun to, to do that. You actually have to call the police department here. They have to come out and check everything out. So that was fun too, to just get to, to meet somebody new in town. And he's a deer hunter, so it was fun to talk about some of the stuff that he does. But um, So yeah, I got a doe down, so that was exciting for me. Um, right there on that new piece of permission, And, uh, I'll actually be heading back in there for my next hunt. And so got to get two more does down. Um, and then we'll just kind of see, I think once I get to that point, um, especially while it's kind of the lull, if you will, not necessarily even the October lull, I'm going to call it like the acorn lull of season right now. Um, that, uh, until that really, that, that really those cold fronts start to come in, we've got a little bit of a warm up coming this week. Um, until those cold fronts really start pushing in, I think I'm going to focus on the city hunting and try to get my three doe quota. So I qualify for that buck tag for next year. Um, and really that's been a big thing for me because in the state of Iowa, you get one statewide either sex tag before this, the shotgun split. So in the early split, you can get a second one late, but we travel, um, for Christmas. So my, my season gets a little shorter on the other side of shotgun season. And, uh, So I'm really hoping that I can utilize the, uh, the city hunting next year for that second buck tag. And, uh, background for me being from Illinois, that's kind of cool, uh, to think I could have two tags like in Illinois, you can have two, you can shoot two bucks per year in the state of Illinois, you know, two bow bucks or a, a shotgun and a bow buck or whatever those combinations might look like, whatever your preference is, but um for me coming here just that that one buck tag feels like a lot of pressure so um being able to to maybe relieve some of that pressure um is a goal of mine for next year and i really think that spot that i just got permission on um it's kind of a it's kind of a sneaky spot i used some of the, some mapping features to to kind of uh looking at the 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 police department and the city has some different maps and you can see what what's zoned as city and um, I just really started to study that and kind of found a couple places that, um, you might suspect are, are not city hunting places. And I, I think, I think we've got a good one. Um, so we'll see, we'll see what happens there. Obviously I already took a doe on that and, uh, I'm super excited. I'm going to continue to pursue as much permission for city hunting as possible. Um, I really have felt, um, a, a good sense of responsibility, um, that I'm fulfilling as an outdoorsman with that city hunting, um it's helping out um the deer herd in town as far as reducing those numbers um and and the cops have have stated you know or the police officers in town have stated that the the city hunting is going to help so much with those traffic accidents that happen because of deer um and then obviously um the meat for it has been a great thing and and for myself my my wife and i and then um, I'm gonna donate the next two deer that I shoot from the city hunt to the Hush Program, the Help Us Stop Hunger Program in the state of Iowa, which helps the meat locker because they get the processing fee, and it helps those that need the meat um, within our state. You know, they they take that meat and give it to those in need, and so um, that's been that's just a really um, fulfilling thought to think I can be helping so many people. Um, by doing something that I enjoy and obviously even purchasing the tag. I mean that money, you know, goes back to the, to conservation effort, efforts as well. So, um, but for me that, you know, shooting that dough last weekend, um, I, I, I boned out my, my deer last year and, and did the same thing with that dough. I mean, it, it was probably a four hour process. I'm not that good at it. Um, got a lot to learn there. Um, but wow, I mean, from about 11 PM to 3 AM I was out in my, you know, in my, my place I hang my deer in my backyard. I started a fire and um, was just kind of out there just working until the wee hours of the morning, but um, what a great feeling to just be able to harvest that meat, get a lot of a lot of that meat off there. I ate the tenderloins actually for dinner tonight um, and took some meat in to get it uh, ground up into some ground deer. Um, the provision factor uh, of, of deer hunting has been such a focus for me. I've been feeling pressure you know, to, to get that meat for my wife and I, we were running low on, on deer meat from last year. So, um, so that is just something for me that I was so excited to shoot that doe, um, rather than, than even a buck, just, just to have the meat and, and, uh, and then take care of it. And I, I really learned a lot too, even in this time, uh, that last year when I deboned the meat or or boned out the meat, I, I waited overnight and it was a lot colder. It was in November, but, it was it was probably in the forties um th- when i was when I was boning the meat out and uh um but i as I was making my cuts, I could just see so much heat releasing from that meat right away and and then i would I would get it and lay it in the cooler and uh and i w- within five minutes you know I'd go back and maybe put the back of my hand on it and it was already getting so much colder, so I'm really excited to see how that meat tastes you know compared to uh to others and i you know i always hear that right after you harvest that deer making sure that that meat is taken care of right away in the in the most efficient and quick way possible um is the best thing to do so i'm i've never gotten it off the bone that fast so i'm very excited to do that um and then i also just with the process i I didn't have a processing fee so it's just straight up um how much does it cost for them to you know grind the meat and package it I was thinking about that and comparing prices today too. Even when I add my tag price in um, to the processing fee, it is, I think, about half price for what I would be spending on meat at the store and how how much better I feel about I'm getting back this same meat. I know exactly how this deer was cared for, this meat was cared for after the harvest, and it's it just is going to be so fresh. So I'm really excited about it. Um. Enough about that, I guess. But just very excited about those things. Um, let's see here. So, um, just kind of wrap some thoughts up here with with where we're at at this point. You know, I really feel like when that rut comes in this year, it's, I think it's going to come in pretty heavy, um, and and it's gonna. It, I think it's gonna really be be fun. I'm really looking forward to hunting the rut a little more this year. Um a, a big point for me has just been patience I'm really trying to just go out there and enjoy the hunt enjoy the pursuit of the animal and really not be get too caught up in that oh I gotta get it done um for me the it's the process right now and and enjoying figuring out the deer a little bit more and uh, getting to that we're here we're here to meet hunt we're here to provide um and connect with our our creator connect with nature and um and so that that's just been 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 a fun thing for me this year so far, and um, I'm confident that the days to come, I'm, I'm gonna get that opportunity. Um, I'm really just honing in those skills, you know, of, of efficiency as far as um, you know, getting my sticks on the tree and up in the tree quietly uh, with my stand and everything, um, but also just um, you know fine tuning things, draw, drawing through and and holding on you know on those deer not focusing on anything besides the shot once you decide you know you're going to take an animal and um just really trying to focus on some of those things so when that moment comes if I get that opportunity to buck this year I'm ready and then uh you know really the, the one of the things that um just to bring this back to you know first gen hunter in Kent man we have talked about the lifestyle of hunting uh, a few times this season and just that desire to provide and and that's been something to me that I've just um, the responsibility of that and um, just the depth of what hunting is more than just going out and sitting in a tree and trying to to take the life of an animal just understanding that it's so much more than that and that, that, that it's a serious thing you know there's almost a, a little bit of sorrow when you do that um, but I, I really have felt a, you know a great connection to like who I am and uh and what this is supposed to be as far as taking that animal providing for the family um you know getting harvesting that meat um just feeling the purpose of the hunt really well this year and so that's something too i think i'm going to really continue to focus on this year going forward um and to continue to talk th- with with kent and other hunting buddies about that and i encourage you to do the same as you you know get out and you're maybe having a similar situation with man my cameras are dry i'm not seeing a lot of deer hey hang in there i think we're all experiencing something similar as long as if you're in the midwest that is um, a lot of acorns out there but while you're while you're out there hey go, go go knock on another door try to seek a little more permission maybe go down that draw you've never gone down before see if there's a scrape on that edge you know just learn a little bit as you can um, put that wind in your favor make sure it's not blowing back to anywhere. You don't need it to be as far as, uh, you know, spooking things. And, um, I think this is a really key time in October where we can hone our skills as outdoorsmen and as hunters, um, while also just really thinking about, um, this is who we are. This is the lifestyle we want. This is the lifestyle we live. We do this not for the score of a deer, not for the, the, the rack we put on a wall or the shoulder mount, um, but it's for provision connection to who we are and who we're supposed to be as outdoorsmen and hunters. So um, I appreciate Kent letting me come on here and ramble about how the season's going. Uh, not really any bones to pick today. Just positive thoughts about season, excited about things to come. I've already had a successful year. We've got meat coming to the freezer after i get it back from the processor so i'm sure we'll catch up with you guys later uh good luck be safe out there more than anything else but the safety is the number one goal and then everything else can follow behind that so um we'll be excited to maybe bring some more stories to you as the season goes and and uh and uh we'll we'll uh we'll check in with you at that point so everybody take care thank you kent for letting me come on here and ramble and uh we'll see you guys on the next one